Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically, the podcast where we explore what redefining relationships looks like through a sex-positive lens. Let's kick shame and guilt to the curb and really start living a sexy, authentic life. I'm passionate about normalizing out-of-the-box ways of designing relationships. There's nothing quite like finding your tribe and experiencing the freedom of being completely yourself without judgment. I'm your host, Kareen Bedard, your sex-positive relationship designer, and I'm here to guide you in creating the relationship you desire, whether that is a more open one or simply a more empowered one. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to enjoy the newest episode. Well, welcome to Breaking Free Authentically. This is episode 36 of the Breaking Free Authentically podcast. And today my guest is Chantal Porter, and she is a women's deconditioning specialist and mentor. She combines human design, trauma-informed practices, emotional health, and energetics in working with women to restore them to their natural wild state by remembering who they are, reclaiming their power, and rewilding the woman within. Think of it like restoring a piece of land back to its original state, back to its natural state, but for women. Chantal is a two-time award-winning international best-selling author of two books. She uses human design as part of her magic to guide women back to who they indeed are because she wants all women to be lit up by their lives. Some of her favorite work is in smashing the narrative around women and money, healing family and childhood wounds, deprogramming cultural conditioning, and breaking the cycle of abuse and trauma. So you can see why I have chosen to have her as a guest today because Obviously, I'm about deprogramming the cultural conditioning and breaking the cycle of the trauma that we allow to control our lives. I know that I've been talking a lot about the programming that we have been taught about our mono mindset and about what we believe to be true and expected in relationships. And today we're going to be talking about sort of the the other side of the coin of the non-monogamy world and some of the more negative experiences that she had and experienced and sort of where that might come from and why sometimes it gets a bad rap and, and where your fears might be around the negative aspects of things. And I think you'll understand why I do what I do in the way that I do it, because I want to prevent that for people. So enjoy this conversation. I think that it's going to be quite eye-opening and it's just a fascinating talk. And if you know anything about human design, um, it's just really fun to take a look at that too. So if you have not done your human design chart. If you don't know what it is, um, you could go to mybodygraph.com. Stop this right now. Go to mybodygraph.com. And if you know your birth date, uh, the time you were born at and where you were born, you can get your human design chart and it might make this conversation make a little bit more sense. Um, you don't have to, but it, it could be fun. You might enjoy it more. So you can pause this and go do that if you want. I will put that 
link in the show notes as well. So here we go. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with your sexual well-being? Are you often disappointed in your relationships? Do you have unrealistic expectations? Do you ever wonder if you are actually cut out for monogamy? Maybe you've had some of these thoughts. Did you know it's not your fault? That's right. You've been brainwashed since childhood with a series of beliefs about sexuality and relationships. We call this the mono mindset. Do you feel like you've been sold a fairy tale when it comes to sex and love? Why isn't it working? Why am I not fulfilled? Why am I not satisfied? Why do I have a deep longing for more? Shouldn't I be satisfied? Content? Just be grateful? Well, you aren't alone. If this resonates with you, you are ready for the Breaking Free from Monogamy 8-week program. In this 8-week program, you will learn how the mono mindset has set us up for failure in our relationships and in our emotional and sexual well-being. How the mono mindset keeps us from being truly authentic in our sexuality and relationships. How it keeps us small and gives us a false sense of security. Why we think of sexuality and anything related to sex as wrong or taboo. And how the mono mindset has invalidated your desires. Do you think to yourself, I want to fully enjoy my life and who I really am. I want real connections. I want to be able to be myself. I want to understand my body. I love who I am, but I don't seem to fit the mold. Maybe you've thought, I've always felt like a sexual deviant, but I'm actually a really good person. I don't understand. Well, many of my clients have said, Kareen, I didn't know I had choices. I thought monogamy was the only way to be happy and enjoy a fulfilling sex life. I thought that non-monogamy is for people that have commitment issues, and I thought it was just a way to legally cheat on your partner. I thought I was supposed to suppress my desires to have a successful relationship. But what if you could deconstruct the mindset that is holding you back from exploring other options? Well, you can in my eight-week Breaking Free from Monogamy program. Take your life back and become a master of healthy relating and sexuality. Lose the shame and guilt you've been programmed to feel in order to conform. It's not your fault. You weren't given a choice. Learn to love yourself and your desires. Discover what is natural and ethical. Breaking Free from Monogamy, an eight-week program shifting the mono mindset for greater intimacy and sexual well-being. Do you want to choose monogamy confidently or explore other healthy models? This program is for you. Please go visit offers.kareenbedard.com to go take the free Is Monogamy Right For Me quiz and to enroll in the new Breaking Free From Monogamy 8-week program. That's offers.k-a-r-i-n-e-b-e-d-a-r-d.com. Please visit our website at www.breakingfreeauthentically.com and subscribe to our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review on Podchaser by clicking the link at the top of the page. That would mean the world to me. Finally, I'd love for you to join Breaking Free Authentically, our private sex-positive relationship community on Facebook. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Well, good morning. We are back with Breaking Free Authentically. And today I get to have an amazing conversation. I always say it's an amazing conversation, but it's literally 
I, I call in the most amazing people in my life. And so it just, I get to share it with you. It's really awesome. Today I have Chantal Porter. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. Did. Chantal Porter. And she is a fellow Canadian, which is awesome. Uh, I was like, I think you are Canadian as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so she is also, I'm going to say it here because it's on her screen, a 6-2 generator, and you might not have any clue what that is, but hopefully by the end, you might know a little bit about that. You've heard me mention um, human design a little bit before, and some of you might be like, well, that's a bunch of woo-woo shit. Um, and I thought that too at first, uh, but it turns out that there's a lot of really interesting things that uh, make your life make a whole lot more sense when you understand your human design. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And today's conversation is one, I think, for the books in terms of something that needs to be talked about and something that has been something you've probably been thinking of if you've been lurking for a while. Like, how does this work? And and how do I know if non-monogamy is even a good thing for me? So I don't want to give it away yet. I am going to have Chantal um, introduce herself. So Chantal, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be able to have this conversation with you. It's been a while since I even talked to, to someone about this. So it's cool. Um, my name is Chantel. I am, I live in Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada. I call myself a deconditioning specialist. So in that, I mean that I help women decondition from all the things from society, from the patriarchy, from religion, from family things, from trauma, all the stuff. And human design is one of the main pieces that I use along with emotional health, uh, some trauma-informed practices and mindset work. So I'm really, in my past, I did a lot of sexuality work. So I'm excited to be able to have this conversation with you about it. This is exciting because, well, I... The, you said deconditioning specialist and I was like, hello, because <laughs> the whole thing I'm trying to do all the time is like shift our programming, right? Mm-hmm. Decondition. And I have done nothing but deconditioning for the past 10 years, right? I've I've just, I, I want to shorten this process for people <laughs> because 10 years is a long yeah. time. Yeah. And so it's a lot of research and I'm one who is driven by by learning new things and and soaking in that information and understanding it and making it make sense on a personal level and then make sense for other people. It's just something that I do really easily, but not everybody's like that and not everybody has the energy for that. And so I want to bring that to people so that they don't have to sit there and struggle and wonder and and have to listen to all the things, you know, hopefully (laughs) listening to this podcast so you get enough information that they can go, okay, this is very helpful. And this answers my questions. So let's get into it a little bit. So what I want to talk about today, well, what we both want to talk about, let's just be honest. Um, So you've had some experience in the ethical non-monogamy world. Yes. And I want you to talk to us a little bit about that. But your experience was not necessarily all positive. And it isn't all positive for a lot of people. And there's reasons for that. And so 
this is why I talk so much about, I know you, you're probably thinking, Karine, why do you talk so much about somatics and like working on self-love and blah, 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 all these things, healing. And like, I just want to be non-monogamous and I want to go have sex with other people. Well, okay, that may be true, but if you don't do the work, you might find that you're not successful or that you struggle or it brings up trauma that you haven't dealt with or things like that because it takes a certain foundation in order to be in this world successfully. And I don't want to bring in broken people who are going to cause quote unquote drama because there is a lot of drama in this world. Those aren't my people. They're not the ones I gravitate to. So in my world, I've curated the non-drama and I, I, tend to be around the people who are solid and know who they are and things like that. They're not perfect. They're still healing and they're still doing things. But in general, they're not there for the wrong reasons. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But um, I think that it's worth talking about sort of what those what those things are that are going to bring up issues in those who aren't going to be successful are probably going to struggle with a lot of these things. So I don't know if I've set that up well, but go ahead and talk to us a little bit about your experience and what happened a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, from a very young age knew that I was a bit more of a sexual kind of being than other people. So um, I mean, and part of this was my upbringing, seeing things that I shouldn't have seen at a young age, um, trauma that I had experienced, then created kind of over sexuality within me. And all of this kind of pain and trauma forced me to really de- disconnect from myself, disconnect mm-hmm. from emotions, from connecting with other people, from trusting other people. And so I realized that like there was this, okay, I don't trust men. Like they can't be trusted. They hurt you. People Mm. hurt you when they get close to you. Mm. And I found kind of like the swinging world and non-monogamy. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, that's my jam. I'm into it. Here Mm -hmm. we go. Mm -hmm. This is a thing. I started like spouting it. Here I am, blah, blah, blah. Like just loving it. And, you know, it wasn't until I started really going deeper into my own healing that I realized why that was. And it it really was that I was avoiding anything emotional. Like I'm open emotional solar plexus in human design. I'm like not into emotions at that time, right? It was like I avoided everything that felt uncomfortable. And so if I was in non-monogamy, if I was, you know, what we call a unicorn or the, the person that's being added, then I didn't have to worry about being hurt. It was like, I got to to choose how much I invested, Mm -hmm. right? And then at the end of the day, I didn't have to deal with the fallout. It was like, I got to leave and go home and be in my own energy. And so it was very safe for me. Mm -hmm. And then kind of bridged more into like polyamory. And I was in a relationship and then, you know, the game changed a little bit, right? It was like, it got a bit more serious and I was really connected to one of them and not the other so much, but there was a lot of trauma again. I saw the unhealthy dynamics from a different perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Like I was invested and I saw what happened when you were trying to fill voids or when people try to avoid the problems and they want to just kind of go to the high of, of having sex or or whatever the other things are. 
So I did absolutely start talking about those things afterwards of like the importance of being really whole and healthy within who you are so that you can make a really great decision about it. If that's what you want to do, then have at her, mm-hmm. but really be centered and grounded and, and healthy in who you are first, mm-hmm. because there is so many traumatized people who are trying to avoid mm-hmm. that are then hurting other people within the industry. And I'm really, I'm so grateful that I found a great core group of people within the non-monogamy world mm-hmm. very early on that we built, you know, friendships. Yeah. And so that was a core part of it for me as well. These people that I could trust who wouldn't judge me for just who I was in general, because the world judged them. Yeah. But I also saw, you know, so much of the drama and the the pain. And I had my own experiences of people kind of um, violating my body, like trying to, you know, do things to me without my consent, like all of that stuff that does happen. Right. So, but because I was so grounded and centered in who I was, I was able to Mm -hmm. prevent that, protect myself and kind of stand up. So, and let me just speak to that for a second, because it does happen. It does happen. Um, it is not necessarily the norm and in general, it's a safer environment, but you also have to trust your instincts and your gut and and like how your body feels. This is why I talk about this so much, how your body feels around certain people because mm-hmm. those people who are going to violate you and who are going to do things, that, like they're not your people. And if you're if you're in tune with that and you're able to say no to things and not feel like you're just doing things for other people, you're going to be able to steer clear of those people. And honestly, those people don't last very long in this world. They yeah. just don't. Yeah. Um, but those who are most unhealthy, like if you're just coming as a people pleaser and you just you you get your validation from other people and you're just coming to be validated through sexuality, you might want to rethink that because you might be making bad choices about yeah. partners because you're not as conscious of that thing. Now, also, if if you just need a sexual escape and that's you know that that's part of your healing process kind of thing. Or if you just are a sexual person and you want to do that and you don't want to have the, just make sure that you have really good people around you that understand that about you and that can help keep you safe because you don't necessarily have to be completely healed to to be in this world, but you do have to understand where you're at in your process, if that makes sense. And I think that's more important than being perfectly healed. Understand where you are and understand where your weaknesses might be. So I just want to say that because Mm -hmm. as a disclaimer for like, well, oh, so everybody has to be perfectly healed to be in this world. No, no, -hmm. because we're all continually growing and we're all at different stages. But being aware of what might be possible or what drama you might attract if you haven't worked on this particular thing or whatever. So, okay, carry on. Absolutely. Yeah. And no. and swinging and poly are very different worlds. And a lot of people that yeah. just want to be swingers say that they're poly. Yeah. And I think yeah, there's so a different. lot of people that are saying that they're poly because they don't have a different word. Mhm. But they actually just want to be swingers. I've noticed that yeah. a lot in the yeah. poly groups. And I'm like, oh, I don't think Polly's right for you because what you're wanting is not Polly. Yeah. 
Very and, different. And when there's so much shame and taboo associated with it, which you and I have talked about, mm. it's then it becomes difficult to really understand and kind of navigate where your kind of thing is, where your people are. Mm -hmm. So kind of going within, like you said, and really kind of at least having this base understanding of where you're at and what your needs are. And, and this is something I continue to do every six months. I kind of check my baseline. Where am I at? What are my mm -hmm. needs are? Like, what am I interested in? The same way in, in this kind of world, right? And, yeah. and checking in like the temperature check of what are your needs right now? Like what's fulfilling you right now? Because maybe sometimes it will be that you evolve into one or the other, but yeah. being able to have, a, you know, searching out the right communities that are sharing information. And this is why your stuff is so important where people can actually learn how to navigate this in such a healthy way mm -hmm. where, you know, here's some education, here's yeah. some facts, right? There's very few people doing it, but the people who are doing what you're doing, it's so, so needed. And, and it's going to prevent a lot of pain. And, and I think there's a lot of coaches, you know, that are like either lifestyle coaches or poly coaches. And yeah. I think where I'm unique is that I've been everything from like monogamous, like fundamentalist Christian, never had sex with anybody else <laughs> to yeah. like leaving that and then becoming a swinger and then moving along the spectrum to polyamory. And now I sit in both worlds, but in different contexts. And so I understand like the whole spectrum of things. And so I can help you figure out sort of where you fit in that spectrum without shame, because you don't have to be like a w extreme one night stand type of swinger that's just there for the sex. And then you don't have to be like a polyamorous, like complete solo relationships that don't include your spouse if you're married. And like you don't have to be all the way to that extreme side of polyamory either. And there's a lot of people that are going to tell you that you're wrong for not being completely non-hierarchical. And there's going to be a lot of people that judge you and tell you that you know, you're wrong for wanting sex with other people. And literally there's swingers judging polyamorous and polyamorous judging swingers. And I'm like, everybody, we're on the same team. Let's act like we're on the same team. Let's not judge each other. And let's recognize that everybody lies somewhere in between and they're okay. It's okay to be in the in-between. And so that's part of my job is helping you find your ultimate design, your ultimate style, like where it is. And it can change. It can change. It can change. Yeah. As and that's the thing, right? It's through deconditioning, who we are doesn't change. We just shed more layers, right? Mm -hmm. we, we discover more and more who we are inside through the process of healing and deconditioning. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this, this change can come from. But then even within the aspects of human design, if you meet a partner in human design, we have splits, right? There's energy centers. And if there's a split in, in groups of energy centers that are connected, they're going to have this draw to be pulled out towards other people. Mm -hmm. So if one partner meets this split, it, it connects all of your centers together, then you're going to be less inclined to have anyone else around because they, they bridge this for you. Mm -hmm. But let's say the partner doesn't, it's only part of it then you may, again, in a different relationship, feel this desire, 
right? It's not to say that all people who have splits are going to be in the non-monogamy world or polyamory world. It's not that at all. It's just about understanding where those dynamics come from. Mm -hmm. You already have that interest, right? It's Mm -hmm. there, you're open to it. And so then you can understand how that might show up in your life. Mm -hmm. And some of us just have more of a capacity to literally connect with other people on a deep level and want that. Like, Like that brings me life is is to have deep intimate connections and mm-hmm. conversations with people whereas to someone else that may com- that might be completely draining but yeah. they're totally a horn dog <laughs> you know yeah. and they love like sex and 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 just interesting sexual experiences and fantasies mm-hmm. and that may not be my jam as much but yeah. I'm along for the ride sometimes but that's not what drives me yeah I enjoy that and I have fun but that's not why I'm a swinger yeah yeah. I'm a swinger because yeah. of the people and the com- yeah. and the conversations and the the interactions and the ability to be myself. That's why I'm yeah. there. Absolutely. So you've got to check and be honest about what it is you want. If you want sex, be honest about it and be like, right. that's what I want. Well, then that's the cult that's the people you're gonna cultivate. And you're gonna probably be closer to people who also don't want emotional connections. Yeah. You know, you might have a boundary that is like, we only play with one couple one time. And then we, you know, so that we don't have that because we don't want to have emotional connections with other people. That's okay, but you have to own it. Yeah, absolutely. Carry on. Carry on. So we just, I just wanted to like make sure that we kind of explain, you know, like how, how things go wrong sometimes. So tell us like what can go wrong like what mm-hmm. what was that negative experience for you and maybe how could it have been prevented right yeah and it's like this is the thing you're out in the world mingling with people it doesn't matter where you're going there's people in all different spectrums and they've had all different experiences yeah so i bring in like you know mentality emotional health law of attraction like whatever you think that you are going to get you're going to get it So like there's that kind of energy behind it, but then also, you know, so you're going to see people who are going to try to do things. But if you have this energy of like, I, I don't fuck with that. Like, am I allowed to swear? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's explicit. (laughs) Yeah. I don't fuck with that energy. So it's like, no, I'm not interested. And your energy will do the rest of the talking for you, or you won't even have to say the words. Do you know what I mean? When I'm saying that is like, you got coming from this mind space of like, I, I don't play around. I value myself. I have respect for myself and others. And so you're going to just reflect those people who are going to be interested in taking advantage of others. Do you know what I yeah. mean? As opposed to being in a space of kind of more victim mentality or not knowing what you want or trying to people, please, then you're going to attract people who are going to take advantage of you. Not that you're consciously doing it. Right. No. And so again, the importance of having emotional awareness and and mm-hmm. moving through stuff and having support in a healthy way i teach my clients like you can control the room whether it's swinging or not like yep. you can walk into a room and you can turn heads or you can have no one look at you at all like you get to control that you're not a victim like you have all the power within you to navigate anything to attract anything that you really want so it's like it gets to be fun Um, so I don't like it to be that, you know, the one experience I had, she just wasn't listening to my boundary. I was like, actually, 
please don't touch me. I'm not interested in that. Mm-hmm. She, and then when you add alcohol, right, mm-hmm. here's the thing you add alcohol into the situation in a lot of these places, then your wiring is like disconnected, right? After 30 seconds of your first sip of alcohol, your brain function is starting to be impacted. So you're just not even thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. So that has been an issue for me in the past too, of like the non-monogamy world and how much alcohol and drugs can be involved, mm-hmm. or then is it really consent, right? Are you really making an informed decision if you're under the influence of anything? No. And so I saw a lot of that happening and I didn't like it. Mm. And that's where I cultivated this really close group of people yeah. that I could trust. Right. And it was just like, they already knew what the so, rules were. Everyone knew what yeah. was, what the the ammo was. Right. And so it wasn't, and they were very much kind of wary of the new people coming in because of that protection. So it's just like any relationship out there, whether it's a friendship or intimate or work, like we get to be picky and choosy and set boundaries and mm-hmm. not even boundaries. I'm going to change that standards yeah. right? of how we expect to be treated and treat others. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and even in the slot world, you can have high standards yeah. because like, I only, I only slut around with, you know, high level sluts <laughs> and my standards are very you. high. And I say all the time, like, If you're going to, if I'm going to have that kind of interaction with you, like in the beginning when I was experimenting, I I had been a virgin, right? So like I had never had any other experiences. So when I sort of was starting to sow my wild oats, like I I experimented with a lot of things. I learned what I liked and what I didn't like. And so Mm -hmm. it was a lot of dipping my toes into something I wasn't sure if I liked or not. And I recognized what, what kind of people made me feel good and what kind of people sort of took my energy and and you're allowed to figure it out and not shame yourself for making Mm -hmm. the wrong choices in the beginning because you might not know and that's the beauty of this world is you can explore without judgment right so don't go and judge yourself yeah um but now it's like i know my values are like, if I can't have a good conversation with you, if I don't have a stimulating conversation with you and you engage me somehow in my brain, and if I can't cuddle with you, we're not going to have sex. Yeah. Because those yeah. two things are more valuable to me than than an orgasm, really. And yeah. I can have a great orgasm with my partner. So I don't need that. That's yeah. not where I am in my life right now. And that's just my choice. And so I'm not going to lower my standards for that. Now, if I'm in a threesome situation with my partner and like, I don't have to know that person. I, it's a different, it's a different yeah. kind of thing. That's more of just a sexual energy. But Absolutely. I also trust my partner's intuition about people too, because he can read energy really well. So if I'm in a moment where I'm like, you know, we're pulling someone say off the floor, you know, <laughs> then I, tr- I can, I know him well enough that I can trust his ability to vet people through yeah. their energy and yeah. through their respect levels and things like that. And I know that he's not just going to pick some shitty person. Um, and I mean, I tend to not really draw shitty people anymore. Right. Because of my energy, like you say, control the room. I walk in and it's like, I'm just me. And I feel like I elevate the room because I trust my energy and I trust who I am. And I'm not afraid of people not liking me. I just gravitate to the people I do like, and that's my business, right? Like I'm not worried about what other people, if they, 
if they think I'm dressed well or if they think I'm sexy or not, it's just like, I just like what I am and who I am. And I just walk in and I just, I am me, which is yeah. great. It's a great place yeah. to be. Okay. So back to. Yeah. So, I mean, in respects to human design, we can actually see some of these things within the body graph. So for example, sacral, the it's the second center from the bottom, even within the chakra set, set centers as well, excuse me. When you have this defined like you do, you become a generator or a manifesting generator. And so that's like life force energy. Mm. That's the magnetic juicy energy that you hold and that it pulls people in, right? Mm. They're attracted to it. But then on the other side, when it's open, it means this person doesn't have consistent access to that center. And so if you think of this being like the generator, the thing that stays on when everything else turns off, right? That mm. battery pack, um, energizer bunny even, and you have an open center and you go to an event where there is all this buzzing sacral energy, Okay, you're going to take that in and amplify it. And can you imagine how that feels if you don't have consistent access to it? It's like you're you're taking in all of the sacral life force, creative, sexual energy, and you're amplifying it. There can be this getting kind of like energized off of it in a positive way, yeah. or it can be this like getting high off of it, needing it, craving, and thinking that you have to go to these places to get it because it's right. not consistent within you, right? And, so and I, there with, are a lot of people that are addicted to going to the club every week. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, are you here? Because if you didn't come, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't be happy. And that makes yeah. me sad. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the part of like healing, right? And understanding mm -hmm. how energy impacts you and what beliefs you hold, right? Are you, what are you avoiding? Because people with an open sacral don't have a fixed sexual identity, it's more, they're more sexually curious. Like that's on the, it's okay to be that way, right? Like they're going to be more open and curious to things um, and, and more energized by those places. And maybe they're going to be more interested in group stuff than one-on-one -on -one things, right? Like this is how we can start to see the nuances of it. And, but then they can get really carried away with sex or anything with like drugs, with alcohol, with, with anything because of this openness. So again, there's this like low and high end of really anything, the shadow, the light. But then even when it comes to the root center, the base, if it's open, it's this feeding off of adrenaline, feeding, it's like the rush of things, right? And this yeah. is this addiction. There can become an addiction to sex, to drugs, to alcohol, to energy drinks, to that rush, right? So on their if own- If you're not aware of it. If you're not aware of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. On their own, they're kind of a doozy. And then if you add both of these places being open and a person is not healthy, they're not, you know, emotionally stable, then again, like it's just, there can be this negative side of it. And that's what we see so much. Mm. Um, and so it's not meant to be a bad thing, right? If there's someone has an open route, it's like you can be aware that you might be more susceptible to be pressured into things yeah. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So but again, you're also being, probably like, okay, so I'm like, ding, 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 ding. All these things are going off in my brain because <laughs> I have a closed sacral and a closed root. Mm -hmm. and I do not like orgies. I've said this before often yeah. on the thing. I'm like, I 
It just doesn't do anything for yep. me. But yep. some people just love it. And I'm too in my head. I'd rather have one-on-one or a very mm-hmm. small group of people that I know or mm-hmm. be the center of attention. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> if I, yeah. So yeah. if those things are in place, then I can get out of my head and I can get lost. But people yeah. with these open centers are probably the ones who can just like totally let go and and just get into their body super quickly and not oh, yeah. think and and wow. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Is the open sacral in itself, like, so that would be a manifestor or a projector or a reflector, but they're a bit different. They're just taking that in, right? They, they can seem like the people with more energy than anybody else, but it's not sustainable. They're going to, they're going to need days off afterwards to recuperate, right? It's like, it's exhausting after because it's not sustainable for them. Oh, I have so to again, on one of my friends, human yeah, you can see I, I'm these... like, oh my gosh, she takes in all of our energy and she's like a energizer bunny. And then she just yep. crashes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I don't crash the same way. Mm-hmm. I need a few days to recoup yeah. and get back into work mode. That's yeah. more it for me, but I don't necessarily crash. I used to crash more. Yeah. But I think maybe I'm not taking people's energy the same yeah. way as I did. Like I don't exactly. need it to fulfill me. Yeah. And because of what you have defined and undefined, it's going to impact you less, right? The more you, you know, kind of balanced and centered you become in yourself, the more you're not impacted by other people. You don't have the emotional solar plexus open either. And so that's a big mm-hmm. piece too, because you're not taking in that emotional energy. But we can see how some people where it's like, yeah, you know, even after like a rave or something, people need like a week to recuperate or people go away on vacation and they need more time than others to recuperate. It's just this openness. Anywhere we have white um, in the chart is where we're taking in the energy from others and amplifying. Okay. So it's like they're the empathic centers. Yeah. We all have, you know, most of us. So that explains, the- sorry, I keep interrupting you. Go I'm ahead. so excited yeah. though. <laughs> so with that, I see you can take a sip now. <laughs> so that would explain why I can have like a a session with someone and it can be they can be very emotional whatever and that emotion doesn't drain the life out of me but yeah, i'm super absolutely. empathic yeah but some people are empaths and their emotions if they are around someone else's difficult emotions they mm-hmm. feel it all and i'm like mm-hmm. am i really like am i not a sensitive person like why <laughs> but i am so in tune with people yeah. but their emotions don't they don't impact you. Now, if they're having trouble like wrapping their heads around certain things or if they're they're stuck with their mindset and they can't get oh my gosh, that sends me. Yes. I need days yeah, you're to open. recover from that. Yes. But the mental pressure. The actual emotion of it yeah. is not what gets me. It's it's how they deal with the emotion, yeah. how their choices about the emotion yeah. that gets me. Yeah. <gasps> That's so interesting. So those of you who don't know, like I'm a manifesting generator. And so my head, my Ajna, you said? Yeah. Those two your are G center. And your my, center. My throat chakra or my throat center is is closed. Defined. Is defined. Yeah. Is defined. Yeah. Then my G center, which is kind of the heart, you said? Yeah, G center is like your soul. It's very esoteric type Okay, place. so that's open for me, which means I I really feel you take the in the environment with people right. a lot. 
you take energetic. in people's sense of self, sense of love, sense of direction. You take oh. in the environment. So I can right? feel Not the emotions, but- if someone's emotionally healthy, like immediately. Mm-hmm. I can tell if they're doing things for the right reasons or not. Like it's just yeah. like so obvious to me. Yeah. As I meet them. Yeah. Weird. Okay. And then my ego center <laughs> is also open. Yeah. So that would mean I'm very sensitive to. Well, you can be impacted by people's willpower, their ego, their sense of self, like their self-worth and self-esteem. People can empower you or they can disempower you in this space, right? But then it's also even in marketing. Like when the space is open, you're susceptible to people's marketing because of self-worth and self-esteem. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. In human design, we talk about, you know, the example of going to a Tony Robbins event and you're pumped up and jacked up because he's got a defined will and yours is open and he's selling this program and you, you're like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I could take on the world. You buy it, you get home and go, what the fuck did I just do? I can't do this. Who am I to think I can do this? Right? Like all these stories. Or I can do it, but I can't do it on my own. I need someone else to be there. So like I have a friend who comes over and is my body double. You know, she'll, she's like, do you need a body double today? I'm like, yeah, because all I want to do is sleep. So yeah. she'll she'll come over and she'll just sit or she'll work on her own stuff while she's here. And then I can sit at my computer and I can do things because it's so interesting. But I just understood that today with our prior conversation yeah. that I'm sort of taking on her her will energy and that's why sometimes going to the office my brother-in-law's yep. office that's why that gives me energy or you said going to a coffee shop and like yep. there's other people working there and I can take their sort of working energy and and make it like impact my energy levels for working yep. I get inspired by it yeah so, absolutely so interesting so those are all my open centers yeah and uh, my whole life made so much more sense in like just you know 10 minutes right there <laughs> so interesting but it's very true and like Mm -hmm. when you said certain things earlier you're like oh that's because blah 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 blah." and i was like honestly this is the thing right so true for me so like for those who don't know human design is a um it's a mix of astrology i ching Cabala tree of life, the chakra system, and quantum physics. It's like all of those things and none of them at the same time. It's like forms its own thing. And it's like the the energetic blueprint of who you are. It's your genetic blueprint. It's how you're meant to operate in the world, how people impact you. It's your sense of self. It's your purpose. It's like all the things you. And it, so it can be used in everything. Yeah. In everything. Well, and and I mean relationships like I resisted it for so long because you all know my story and you know, I rejected anything woo-woo for a long time and I was just very reasoning, reasonable <laughs> and rational. Um, and because that was what was valued to me. I mean, it was part of my deconversion journey, right? I had to kind of become like that far, like do a 180 in yeah. terms of things. But I've been sort of like allowing I'm I'm very energetically connected, right? And like you said, I'm as a manifesting generator, like I I very much draw in the things that I want when I I've always been that person who has drawn good things to myself and I've generally been in a sort of positive mind frame and and believe that just good things are happening to me and I was brought up that way, which I'm really grateful for, and I was the one who was always praying and and asking for things um 
and I was always very reasonable about it. You know, it wasn't like pie in the sky because I was taught that that was not okay. Right. So I really struggled with like dreaming big and things like that. Um, so I don't know what I'm getting at other than I've been surrounded by woo people, which I'm like, why are these people in my life all the time? And there's some things I just couldn't explain away. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try things on for size. And like, there's no harm in just like exploring things because mm-hmm. I, I would expect anybody to explore themselves and, and other things. And like, you don't have to get it all right. But if you can like have some understanding of yourself and, and if there's other ways to go about it, like always be cognitive and and checking in on things. But like, this doesn't quite make sense how it works, except for someone did explain a way that it does make sense. And, and I'd have to find it. It was like on a James Wedmore podcast, um, a, a recent one, probably like in the last few weeks where he his girlfriend is now um part of part of his podcast and so she was saying because he was such a rational reasonable person which is why i love listening to his podcast it's it's called um uh business not business by design that's his program uh mind your business mind your business podcast and it's all sort of the the mindset the woo the manifestation all that kind of stuff that applies to being successful in your business. So it's not like the businessy stuff as much yeah. as the mindset and and the and so now he's like this is like his woo stuff and he's like you know people don't like that side of me he goes but that's who a part of who I am now. I've I've embraced a lot of it and it's made such a difference in my life and I was like okay, you know yeah. what? I resonate with him because he is such a sort of reasonable educator. He's so much like me. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a manifesting generator either cuz like I, mean- I feel I feel very like, well, maybe, maybe I, maybe I thrive from his energy though. Like his will center is probably more defined than mine. We have resonance and harmony within energy types, but also within our profiles too. There's lots of different aspects that speak to what draw us to people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, electromagnetic channels, which is like chemistry, right? There's, there's so many different pieces to it, but it's like, we don't need to question, right? If your body is like, yes, like I'm lit up by what this person is sharing or what this person is doing, or then that's the thing, right? Your body is always going to guide you no matter what. Like we're not meant to make decisions up from here. To to trust that, right? Because I was told, let's talk about our body. (laughs) I was told my body was not mine and that Mm -hmm. my body had sinful desires and my body Mm -hmm. this and my body that. So like, I was not to think with my body. I was supposed to think with my head, right? So to trust my body and to trust my instincts and to trust my, you know, how I feel about things, that's that's a new journey that I'm loving. But it's like that did not come easily because there was a lot of conditioning about that being wrong. And, And sort of the world and the majority of society tells you, like, don't follow your heart, follow your mind. Well, if you're an emotional center, like if you're an emotional authority, like, oh, that is kind yeah. of important to trust, to to take a look at what your emotions are telling you because they are telling you something important and you will react emotionally to something that doesn't sit right. And yeah. I was always said, why are you so reactive? And 
I'm not reactive on very many things. I'm pretty like low key, but when something really doesn't sit well, I'm super emotionally reactive and it just sets a fire in my body. Right. So that I was like, oh, so I meant to listen to that and that's okay. And that doesn't mean I'm going to stop using my head because my head is very part of, of who I am. Yeah. Absolutely. But it means I don't shame my emotion and my body anymore for telling me yeah. things. And I actually made a post about this a couple of days ago last week. I said, like, you know, use logic, use your mind, yeah. look at different perspectives. This is the open Ajna is open to different perspectives, unique, you know, right? Like this broad spectrum of bird's eye view. So look at all the information, mm-hmm. look at all the things, but then run everything through your body, which is your your authority is in the body always. Your mm-hmm. authority is like what is it's the inner being of who you are. Your body will always steer you in the right direction, right? It's never going to steer you wrong. The mind, we are taught to think from the mind because then we can be controlled because the mind will create all sorts of crazy stories that are not true, that are not real and have you following something that's not in your best interest. But if you're listening to your body always, then you can't be controlled. So let me ask you something then. Okay. So back to your experiences. Okay. Can you, if you think back, can you trace every negative experience that you had? Did you feel that in your body before it happened or as it was happening? Oh, yeah. 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 And and so <clears throat> it can show up in different ways too, depending on what you have defined in your, in your body graph. If you have the sacral defined, it very much is this like, gut thing, right? Your body will pull you towards things or you will pull away kind of like a pendulum. Pendulums are just an extension of your intuition, right? It's just a physical extension, Mm -hmm. but then the spleen energy is more survival. It's like primal, your senses, sense of smell, the hair on the back of your neck, goosebumps. Like it's about keeping you safe. Mm -hmm. And so when I teach people to tap into their intuition, we go through different pieces and then we start to kind of recognize, okay, when, when this happened, what did I feel in my body and really pinpointing that? Because then the next time that feeling comes up, you go, Oh, I remember this feeling. It happened when this person lied to me or when it wasn't safe or whatever the case is. And that builds that strength, whether it's through the sacral, the emotional or the spleen or all of them, Mm. you're building this intuitive muscle within your body. So it's, it's like, I think back to all these times where I was trying to people please, or I was listening to this idea of I'm too much. And so I needed to be quiet or I needed to not talk about the intuitive information I was receiving or my, my gut feeling, right? Like all of the, those things that the world tells you women are meant to be seen and not heard, right? Like soft and sweet and smile, right? Exactly. Beggars can't be choosers. And you know, men don't like women who speak up too much or too difficult, like all that stupid bullshit. I saw where all of those beliefs and my body were fighting against each other in the decisions that I made. And I, I was so easily able to forgive myself and others and know, okay, like I understand why I made those decisions Mm -hmm. and I'll never do that again. Right. It's like the powers within me. And that's empowering to me. Like when I realized Like, let me just bring this back to that because like, I want people to hear that again. We are going to experience bad things 
you know, we're going to make the wrong decisions. We're going to put ourselves in situations that aren't good for us. But like you said, you were able to forgive yourself and understand where that came from. Like, if we could just remove shame from the picture, we can heal mm-hmm, because absolutely. it doesn't have to define us. It can be a learning experience. And that is why I say you can jump in with both feet in this world yeah. and then you can jump out and you can dry your feet off and never do that again. Or yeah. you can dip into a different temperature of water or a different room or a different experience and see if you like that and forgive yourself if you make a mistake because it Mm -hmm. doesn't define you yeah absolutely it's and you know like we do the best that we can with what we have yeah and then when we know better we can do better right like that adage is so much of this and it doesn't it applies to this as well as you're learning and growing and experiencing, you can go, okay, yeah, that that's actually not for me. That didn't feel good. You know, yeah. like maybe I should have listened to my body in that situation, but now I know better mm-hmm. and you can become more wise, right? You can cultivate better systems for yourself, but then also you can just forgive yourself, yeah, right? Because you're going to make mistakes. You're, you know, you might cross someone's boundary and then they share it with you and you get yeah. to be like, oh shit, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to do better next time, right? And I remember when if someone shared something with me, I felt so sick inside. My whole insides were like spiky. You know what I mean? Like I just felt so awful. And now I take that information and I don't shame myself in the same way. And I say, okay, thank you for sharing. I'm, I'm sorry that that came from me and that I made you feel that way or whatever. That was not my intention. But I can be kind to myself and recognize that I didn't do that on purpose. It's just that I maybe wasn't aware. I wasn't paying attention or something like that. I'm never intentionally trying to hurt someone. So, and again, my worth isn't derived by pleasing that person. So if I hurt someone, I'm not worth any less anymore. Right. And before it used to, it used to determine my worth, like, oh, I screwed up. I'm unworthy now. And that's so not true. And when we can sort of flip that, it's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that shows up in the open ego will center for you. But someone who has a defined ego is not going to feel that that as much. Right. Mm. And so it's like it doesn't, again, mean that they're wrong. They're going to their process is going to be different in how they navigate those things. They're going to care less about what people think about them, even when they do make a mistake, right? It's like, it's so amazing how it it can all show up. And I do really want to say again about like the body piece is so important that we are taught that these, like this body is, you know, like the desires are wrong. Yeah. But when you know that your desires were put in you for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the things that you truly desire, not from the mind, but you truly desire from your heart, from your soul, that's meant for you. It doesn't matter what it looks like to other people because other people are here for their own purpose, their own Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And it comes from this like well-balanced, healthy place. It's like you're unstoppable. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So you chose to not be, so you met someone and you've been with them for a while. So how long have you not been non-monogamous? It's like th- about three and a half years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so what was your process to determine that? Because we're allowed to change our minds. And, you know, even if you have a good experience, 
you can change your mind. So tell us a little bit about that process, probably in a shorter amount of time because we're... Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, like we we met in the, in the non-monogamy world, right? And then okay. as we, you know, started to connect and build our relationship, we both kind of felt this like... um no judgment of anyone else, right? Like we don't, we want people to just be happy, but this feeling of like, yeah, actually like this feels really good. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really interested in being with anyone else. You know, yes, other people are so attractive. We have open conversations. Yes. Oh, like, oh my God, did you see that girl? Like, hello, Mm -hmm. right? Those open (laughs) conversations Mm -hmm. there, we are still who we are, but together we are good with what we have. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you look in our human design, we call it like a relationship connection. It makes sense. Like everything, Mm -hmm. all the centers are defined when we're together. So there is no room for anyone else. Mm. You know, we have to actively work to make space for my, for my daughter who's 11. Um, you know, like that it plays out in these dynamics, but then it's just a different kind of energy where we don't need anyone else. We have everything right. together. So right. there's less of an interest in that, but we're still who we are. And mm-hmm. if it was a different relationship, it may feel different. I don't know, but we, who we are and where we're at, like, that's what feels good. Mm-hmm. And so it's your life. You get to yep. decide what feels good to you. And what do you think, like all the deconditioning <laughs> of monogamy and being a part of the non-monogamy world and taking a lot of that those skills and and that learning from that world how much has that helped your monogamy relationship now oh yeah absolutely because we can look at who the other person is as their own right yeah. we're not here to complete each other right we have we are complete and whole in ourselves and then okay. our relationship is a separate thing together yeah and that's the most important piece it doesn't matter non-monogamy or or not it's mm-hmm. like you have to have these whole beings in your own everything that I need is within me I don't need him f- to fulfill me I don't need him to love me I love myself Holy as I am. And so he is a bonus. Right. That's so important. And, and you choose you know, each other every day. Exactly. That's the thing. Like I, ch- you know, some days are harder than others, but you right. choose that every single day, no matter how many partners you have, what your dynamic is. There's a drive within each of us to connect with people in, in our own way, right? Some people mm-hmm. are more tribal energy. And right. so that means sacrificing the individual for the good of the tribe right? It doesn't mean it's good or bad. It can be presented in a bad way, but those people may be more inclined to, like you said, one-on-one type thing or not Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Or someone who has more of a collective energy, they're going to be more interested in connecting with other people, sexual or not. Mm -hmm. They're going to go out into the world with other people because there's bridging and it feels more whole where someone who's individual is going to likely have less interest in that in, in a you know, bigger scale. Sure. They might like to just go and have fun once in a while. Right. But Mm -hmm. there's this variation. And so getting to know who you are at at your core is the most important piece. And then you can look at human design or look at, you know, a coach who understands that everyone is unique and individual and you can move from that space. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, If you were, okay, so you've chosen to be monogamous right now. Is possibly being non-monogamous again ever something you talk about? Is it something you'd be willing to do? 
or is it a time in your life where and and you don't have to like would it be something that you could choose to do if you wanted yeah i mean it's like i will always and forever be attracted to women as well mm-hmm. like that doesn't go away right like who i am is who i am and it, it's like it doesn't just turn off um so it's like i think at this time that's not an interest right right that's not like i'm i'm so into my business i'm so into doing the things that i'm doing that i have a great relationship and so now i put you know this energy into this business and and that's the focus so mm-hmm. it's like you can never know what the future holds right and i'm not this person who's super rigid in my thinking i'm like yeah. again this like neutral like here's where we're at right now. And this is what feels really good to me. And no matter what the aspect of my life is. Well, and I love that you're saying this because as a relationship designer, that's my point is that you can redesign your relationship at any point. It's like we redesign our homes all the time. When we don't Mm -hmm. like something or we get tired of something, we think nothing of redesigning our homes, but somehow our relationships have to be static Mm because we committed to this at this time and that's it. I mean, we are allowed to renegotiate. We are allowed to redesign. And I love that you said you're so focused on your business right now because I feel like my business right now is a relationship. Like it is it is Mm. a relationship with many people. Like these conversations fill fill something for me that that I don't need another relationship for necessarily. So I don't have another full-time relationship, even though I'd be very open to that and and that's totally allowed in our yeah. in our setup. But I don't have that kind of energy or or time right now and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel very fulfilled with my partner. He lives 2 hours away. And so I see him every every 2 weeks for sure. I drive 2 hours or he'll come here and we have such a great time. We're so connected. But we're connected every day and we check in on each other all the time. But I also, even though I'm stuck at home, stuck at home. Even though I work from home, um I am engaging with people on a regular basis because of my podcast and that is a relationship in itself. And so I think that it's important to recognize where we are in life where we are in our growth process and awareness is everything. And my eight week program is all about awareness and figuring out where you are, how the programming has affected you and how you can be the bravest, most badass person in any choice of relationship that you have, you know, like let's increase your pleasure Mm-hmm. Like, let's 10x your pleasure. I might not be mm-hmm. 10xing your income, mm-hmm. but I can guarantee that I can 10x your pleasure and your level of relational satisfaction. Yeah. And your ability to make choices for yourself first and then yeah. to bring that into the relationships with people, whether it's your partner, whether it's other relationships around you. That is what it's all about. And, um, I'm not looking for people that are have problem relationships. That's not who I want to work with. Mm-hmm. It was really yeah. hard to find the pain point, right? Like, yeah. like, what am I, what's the transformation I'm offering? Or what is, you know, how am I going to save you from yourself? Well, d- you know, like if you are totally a victim, if you have a bad relationship, like this may not be for you because you may not be ready for that. 
But if you want more in your life, if you want a more exciting relationship, if you want to understand yourself better, if you want to be brave and be able to step into possibly something new, you don't have to, but if you want to learn about it and you want to know if that's even an option for you, this is where you need to be. Yeah. (laughs) Right? But it doesn't mean you have to. So anyways, that's just a little plug for my program, everyone. Um, But Chantal, is there any last words that you have for us? Because we are out of time, which is sad, but I would love to hear if you have anything else. Um, I I wrote down, it's not about excuses Mm. and the importance of following your own authority and intuition, like your body. Mm. Those are the things, right? Like no matter what the situation is, is if you're so connected to yourself, to Mm -hmm. your own voice, to your own guidance system, then you, then like the sky's the limit, right? It doesn't, you can implement that into any situation and it gets to be amazing and you get to trust yourself and therefore any situation. Yeah. Empowerment right there, right? You have the empowerment from within rather than other people having power over you. And that that is how to live life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. so important. Awesome. I love it. Well, Chantal, if people want to work with you, if they want to learn more about their human design, first of all, where can they go to learn about their human design or to, to like take their human design? Yeah. So there's lots of like link websites that you can go to, to get your free kind of body graph, which is mm-hmm. one is mybodygraph.com. It will give you just like a free little synopsis. And then if you're looking to do a reading, I do like regular personalized readings as well as relationship, family, and child readings. Um, You can go to my Instagram, which is chantel.mariehd, and there's a link in there. And I can even give it to you like the actual yeah, I'll put in link the show of notes. my things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And yeah, any and even business readings as well, right? How to structure your business. Like it's all there, but yeah. Yeah. No, so important. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation and um, I feel like I want to pick your brain more about my mm. human design because it's so like eye-opening. It's so fun to, to learn about it. Even Like we talked probably about an hour before we start, <laughs> we pressed record because I was just like, oh, and this, and then, oh, well, that makes sense. And uh, <laughs> I just get so excited that I can't stop talking. I'm like, oh, me too. <laughs> But that's it. it. You get a generator and a manifesting generator together. Ooh, that's a lot of energy, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a lot of self-generated energy. Yeah. Because the generator generates their own energy too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So very cool. Well, it's been such a lovely conversation. Thank you for joining us. And yes. uh thank you. Yeah, I mean, we can chat again sometime. That would be awesome. So I'll Absolutely. end by saying, as I always me. say, pardon. I said, thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Um, So I always end the podcast with when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. So let's go be authentic and listen to our bodies and our inner authority and not question everything that we are told we know more than we think. So use that to your advantage. Thank you, Chantal. Thank you. It's so lovely to meet you and to get to know you. Thank you for being my guest today. What an incredible, incredible talk with Chantal that was. I hope you 
got a lot out of it. Maybe I got more out of it than anybody, but I just feel so blessed to have had a lot of that information. And I think like just coming back to listening to your body and listening to trusting yourself, trusting your intuition, I think especially as women, we've just been conditioned to not listen to ourselves and to trust men or to trust using our minds more than our bodies and our intuition. And that's been a really hard adjustment for me is to really trust that because it goes against what I've been taught in my society and my upbringing. But it has served me. It has helped me find my people. It has help me navigate my way through the lifestyle and polyamory and all these ethical non-monogamy circles in a healthy way. It has made me aware of what it is that I desire and, and listening to myself and trusting and not shaming myself for those things. And I've been able to really magnetize who I bring into my life and who my dear friends are and it's just been such an awesome journey. So I'm learning still every day, but I encourage you to, you know, a lot of people have bad experiences, but we have to look at the whole. Those bad experiences are happening for a reason. There's usually something deeper going on. And so we have to recognize that people are broken. We are all broken. We're all in need of healing. We're all on a journey. And you know, where we're at in that journey will will determine kind of who we allow to affect us or what kind of situations we get in. So be honest with yourself, really check in to what it is that you desire and what you want and be okay with that. If you want help with that, if you want to step into your true self, into your bravery, into understanding how to be the best version of yourself within a relationship or before you get into a relationship, please join my Breaking Free from Monogamy program. And I am thinking of changing the name to Breaking Free from the Mono Mindset because I think it's more about that. It's Breaking Free from the Mindset. And the more I think about it, the more it speaks more to what the, the program is. So let me know what you think about that. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, but it's just been something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I just really want you guys to experience the most amount of pleasure that you possibly can. And pleasure shows up in so many ways, but pleasure starts in the body. It really does. What we enjoy, what we desire, who we enjoy being around, what kind of conversations we enjoy. That's all part of pleasure. So get to know who you are, love who you are. And if you haven't taken the monogamy quiz yet, please take that quiz, find out sort of what your relationship edge is or what your style is or find out who you are and then let's talk about it. You can book an appointment with me and we can discuss your exact style or what might be your best fit and why you got the results that you got. So that's very private. We can talk about that one-on-one and let's just have a great conversation about these things here. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So I love you all and let you go. Have a great week and I will see you next week.
Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Corrine Bedard Coaching, and you can visit my website at CorrineBedard.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful if you could help by giving us a five-star review on Podchaser or iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list to be kept up to date about upcoming episodes and exciting news. Just visit our website at breakingfreeauthentically.com and scroll down to subscribe. You can also email me anytime. I'd love to hear from you. Send your messages and questions to kareen at kareenbedard.com. Are you a part of my Facebook community yet? Join us in Breaking Free Authentically. It's where you will find this sex-positive relationship community. I'd be thrilled to have you be a part of this community with me. All the links will be in the show notes, so don't forget to check it out. Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week.